Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. This week's episode is called Ask for Help. Marcus Aurelius said, Don't be ashamed to need help. Like a soldier storming a wall, you have a mission to accomplish. And if you've been wounded, and you need a comrade to pull you up, so what? The Stoics teach us that we're part of the human community, that we're all a a giant family on this world, and that we all are here to help and support our fellow humans. We're social animals, and as much as we may think that we're independent, we've actually thrived as humans because of our cooperation. None of us can survive just on our own because we all rely on a very interconnected society. I mean, let's look at a very practical example of how physically reliant we are upon each other. When you go to buy groceries from the store, you rely on all the people that built the store, that run the store, create the food and other goods for that store. You relied on the people who built the road. You rely on the people who built your car if you're driving. So there are so many ways that we rely on other people. And try as you might, you can never be 100% self-sufficient. I mean, unless you walked out naked into the wilderness, used only what you could find, hunt, or harvest to create shelter and to feed yourself, you are dependent on others. Now, even understanding this basic principle, one of the hardest things for us to do in life is to ask for help. And why? Why is it so hard for us to ask for help? I think there are a lot of reasons. Asking for help is being vulnerable. It's putting ourselves in a place where we might get rejected. We may feel like we are weak for asking for help. And we have these societal ideas that reinforce this by promoting that we need to be strong and independent to be successful in life. And I just want to say, this is a lie. Now, in some ways, this kind of feels like a paradox of Stoicism. If we're to control what we can, doesn't that mean we should be self-sufficient? Well, yeah. I mean, we need to control what we can and be self-sufficient. But controlling what you can does not mean that you write off the rest of the world. It means that you do your part to manage your emotions and being the person that you want to be, regardless of what other people think you should be. And asking for help is something that we can control. Asking for help is communicating our needs and wants and desires and allowing others to choose to help us or not. For many of us, being able to ask for help comes down to trust. And for those of us that grew up in difficult circumstances, we can find it hard to trust that other people won't take advantage of us when we ask for help. And we have a hard time trusting that someone else has our back. And we often will isolate ourselves physically, emotionally, or mentally so that we don't have to rely on other people. And this lack of trust, though, it can lead to a lot of stress and unhappiness in our lives. When we interact with others, We're often afraid that if we ask for something, that we'll be denied. We'll often do whatever we want without checking in with other people. We may exclude others from our decision-making process because we're used to deciding things on how they impact us, because we feel like we're the only ones that are looking out for us. And so we may not consider how our actions impact other people. Another impact that this has on us is that we will often try to take on too much and do whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish by ourselves, because we don't trust that other people will help us. In a nutshell, we kind of become control freaks because we don't think that other people have our best interests at heart. 
even if they've been supportive in the past. So why should we trust other people? Why is it important to learn how to ask for help? To answer that question, I want to talk a little bit about a book I've been reading, Who, Not How, and it's by Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy. And it discusses how important it is to work with other people to accomplish the things we want in our lives. They illustrate this point by discussing how Michael Jordan never would have been as successful in his career just on his own. In order to win as many games and championships as Jordan and the Chicago Bulls did, they needed to assemble the right team. This included Phil Jackson as coach and other stellar players like Scottie Pippen. Working together, they built one of the greatest basketball teams ever. And I'm not a big sports fan, but it was really amazing to watch them play. And Michael Jordan, for as truly talented as he was, never could have had such a winning career just by himself. In that, they say, do you have who's in your life that give you the perspective, resources, and ability to go beyond what you could do alone? Or are you keeping your goals so small to make them easier to accomplish them on your own? Do you really think that you must be the one to put in the blood, sweat, and tears, bearing the whole load to prove your capability? Now, when I read this, it really kind of gave me pause. There are many things that I want to accomplish in this life, and I try to take them on by myself. And while I do have the skills to accomplish them from start to finish, I could get them done much quicker and have a higher quality if I were willing to ask for help. And I know that doing so also helps me with organizing because I have to schedule something with other people in mind and not try and keep that schedule in my head. It also means that I can expand the size and the scope of the project because I'll have other people on board who would be much stronger in areas where I'm weak. And a little, taking a little bit more from who, not how, there's this great part that follows that up. And it says, it can be easy to focus on how, especially for high achievers who want to control what they can control, which is themselves. It takes vulnerability and trust to expand your efforts and to build a winning team. It takes wisdom to recognize that, one, other people are more than capable enough to handle much of the hows. And two, that your efforts and contribution, your hows, should be focused exclusively where your greatest passion and impact are. Your attention and energy should not be spread thin, but purposely directed where you can experience extreme flow and creativity. Results, not effort, is the name of the game. You're rewarded in life by the results you produce, not the effort. Now, a lot of what I've talked about so far has focused on career and work, but we can apply it to our personal lives. If we want to live healthier and happier lives, we all need people to help us where we lack in our lives. I mean, a simple example is when we're sick. It's great to have somebody who's willing to do those things that we can't do for ourselves. When I had surgery over this last summer, my girlfriend was fantastic and helped take care of me while I was recovering because there were a lot of things that I definitely was not able to do myself. And it was quite a struggle, but she really came through for me. We also need friends who support us when we're struggling. When we share our lives with others and share our struggles, we also find that we're not the only ones that struggle. When we're vulnerable, it allows other people to be vulnerable with us as they share their struggles with us. And we get the chance to support others and be supportive. The other thing is that people love to be supportive and helpful. For example, I was afraid to ask for contributions for this podcast for a long time. I was afraid what other people might think. 
but people have been really happy to step up and support me in this endeavor. They've also offered some ideas that I'm working on to help expand the reach and impact of this podcast and to find more ways to share Stoic principles with more people. They've also been vulnerable and shared their struggles with me, and I really appreciate that. It's helpful for me to know that I'm not the only one navigating this, the complexities of life. Sharing our lives with others is also a source of a lot of joy. For example, camping with friends is something that I really enjoy. Being able to connect with others out in nature certainly recharges my batteries. Sharing a sunset or a sunrise with good friends is definitely something I look forward to. We also need other people so that we can grow because they help us see our flaws. Because we all have blind spots in our own thinking and our own behavior. I know in my case, having a partner who is stronger in areas that I'm weak has definitely helped me become a better person. Her rationality, and she is a lot more rational than I am, her insights into people, and her ability to explain other points of view to me that I may not have considered have certainly helped me grow in ways that I wouldn't have been able to do on my own. She also helps me see where I'm weak, which, while it's not always comfortable and sometimes difficult to own up to, she does hold me accountable to act like the person I've said I wanted to be. So how do we ask for help? Well, this is something we don't need to overcomplicate. We ask. We try to be as clear as we can in what we're asking for. I mean, sometimes we just need to feel validated, and sometimes we need to vent. But sometimes we need to ask for help. We put out that effort, and we ask. And we need to be sure that we aren't asking someone to do something that we should be doing for ourselves. Asking somebody to change be who they are because it doesn't suit us is really not a healthy ask for an either person. Now, with that said, we also need to be okay with someone refusing our ask. Just because we got up the courage to ask does not mean the other person has to comply. Remember, we are all free to choose what we are and are not willing to do. We also should not guilt the other person into doing what we ask. Trying to control and manipulate others is never a healthy way to get something done. And if they aren't willing to help, that's okay. We now know that they are someone who we don't go to for help in that specific area. And they may be willing to help in other areas. So we also need to be sure that we don't just write someone off because they aren't going to do what we want at this specific time. Asking for help is something that we can all get better at. The next time you're striving for your dream or struggling with a problem in your life, remember, many hands make light work. And that's this week's episode of The Stoic Coffee Break. Be good to yourselves, be good to others, and thanks for listening. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, please head on over to patreon.com slash stoiccoffee and help support this podcast. You can also stop by the website at www.stoic.coffee where you can sign up for our newsletter and you can also pick up a t-shirt in the newly launched Stoic Coffee Shop at stoic.coffee slash shop. Lastly, if you knew someone who might find this interesting or helpful, please pass it on. Word of mouth is the best way to help grow this podcast. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, head on over to patreon.com slash stoiccoffee and help support this podcast by becoming a patron. Also, swing by our website at www.stoic.coffee 
where you can sign up for our newsletter and buy some great looking shirts and hoodies at the new Stoic Coffee Shop. Also, if you know of somebody that would benefit from or would appreciate this podcast, please share it. Word of mouth is always the best way to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.